Hello and welcome to Voice of Restoration, a broadcast outreach of the Christian Brethren Church, bringing you Bible-based teachings from author and Bible teacher, Pastor Afolabi Oladeli. Now, I'm going to go further. In this one, I'm going to read to you a very, very important letter that was written by this man, the renegade Catholic priest, who wrote this letter to Donald Trump on June, June, June the 20. And in reading this, I want you to pay attention to a number of things because it is from there we are going to be taking off to show you all of those different things that are going to count as you begin to look at the things happening in the world. This letter is dated June 7, 2020. Mr. President, in recent months, we have been witnessing the formation of two opposing sides that I will call biblical, the children of light and the children of darkness. The children of light constitute the most conspicuous part of humanity, while the children of darkness represent an absolute minority. And yet, the former are the object of a sort of discrimination which places them in a situation of moral inferiority with respect to their adversaries who often hold strategic positions in government, in politics, in the economy, and in the media. If you didn't catch that, I'll say it again. Children of light, children of darkness. Children of light, even though they are the most conspicuous part of humanity, the children of darkness represent the absolute minority, yet it is this absolute minority that hold strategic positions in government, in politics, in the economy, and in the media. In an apparently inexplicable way, the good are held hostage by the wicked and by those who help them either out of self-interest or fearfulness. This man's words are very potent. Written by a renegade Catholic priest, and I use those words consciously and without any reservation. Because Cardinal Vulcano, as we will read, unfold the things that he said, has been one who has been on the war path with the Catholic system since the last change that took place, when Benedict was replaced by this Jesuit priest, who is there to continue the agenda of the Jesuits that was founded way back in the church ages. If you, when, if you remember, we took time to trace these things. Now, these two sides, which have a biblical nature, follow the clear separation of the offspring of the woman and the offspring of the serpent. Clear reference to Genesis chapter 3. On the one hand, there are those who, although they have a thousand defects and weaknesses, are motivated by the desire to do good, to be honest, to raise a family, to engage in work, to give prosperity to their homeland, to help the needy, and in obedience to the law of God, to, to, to merit the kingdom of heaven. On the other hand, there are those who serve themselves, who do not hold any moral principles, who want to demolish the family and the nation, exploit workers to make themselves unduly wealthy, foment internal divisions and wars and accumulate power and money. For them, the fallacious illusion of temporal well-being will one day if they do not repent, yield to terrible fates that await them far from God in eternal damnation. 
I'm, drawing, I'm reading this deliberately slowly because it's so important in setting the stage that a Catholic priest has been given understanding concerning some of these things. How much more those of you who are the sons of the kingdom? In society, Mr. President, these two opposing realities coexist as eternal enemies, just as God and Satan are eternal enemies. I've spent enough time going through the warfare. He said, and it appears that the children of darkness, who we may easily identify with a deep state, which you wisely oppose, which is fiercely waging war against you in these days, have decided to show their cards, so to speak, by now revealing their plans. This strategic minority who are holding key places, as we spoke, are now showing their cards. All right? Said, they seem to be so certain of already having everything under control that they have laid aside that circumspection that until now had at least partially concealed their true intentions. You like to dismiss that as conspiracy, but I tell you what things have been hidden are coming out. Jesus himself said it. Nothing that is hidden in the dark that will not come to light. It goes further. The investigations already underway will reveal the true responsibility of those who manage the COVID emergency, not only in the area of health, but also in politics, the economy, and the media. We will probably find that in this colossal operation of social engineering, social engineering, all that this thing is all about is to re-engineer the society. And they are, so, are they not succeeding? They've succeeded in keeping all of us at home. They've succeeded in saying, if you don't have a mask, you can't go into a store to buy. They've succeeded in telling you to social distance. It's a, it's a whole game of social engineering. There are people who have decided the fate of humanity, arrogating to themselves the right to act against the will of citizens and their representatives in the government of nations. We will also discover that the riots in these days were provoked by those who see the virus is inevitably fading and that social alarm of the pandemic is waning necessarily have to provoke civil disturbances. I will show you things that will shock you. That a young man who, who died, who purportedly, if you saw the painting that was on his chest, it was the painting of Satan. And let me not get ahead of myself who gets there. That all of the things are things that have been orchestrated that are just unfolding in the times in which we are. We'll discover that the riots in these days were provoked by those who see that the virus is inevitably fading and a social alarm of the pandemic is waning. Necessarily have had to provoke civil disturbances because they would be followed by repression which, although legitimate, could be condemned as an unjustified aggression against the population. The same thing is also happening in Europe. In perfect synchrony, it is quite clear that the use of street protest is instrumental for the purpose of those who would like to see someone elected in the upcoming presidential elections who embodies their goals of the deep state and who expresses those goals faithfully and with conviction. It will not be surprising if in a few months we learn once again that the hidden behind these acts of vandalism and violence that there are those who hope to profit from the dissolution of the social order so as to build a world without freedom 
Solve a coagula as a Masonic addict teaches. Look, uh, being flashed to you on the screen is the Baphomet. That is the head and the representation of Satan. You look at the tattoo that is on the hand of that representation of the Baphomet. It is Solve and coagula. It is the message of Satan to dissolve the society and then reconstitute it. That's what Solve and coagula what they stand for. All you are seeing today is an unleashing of the hidden satanic plans on humanity using the instrumentality of COVID-19. There's much more to say, but I, have to, I, I needed to do this to bring to light the connection between all that we have studied in the book of Revelation that God has spoke to, how they are unfolding in our eyes, the battle that started pre-Adam into the Garden of Eden, to the days of the Lord on the mount, and now to our times. These things are one and the same battle. For the people to say, we are the ones who are in charge. We will re-engineer society in bringing to be a world government where we can say we have achieved what God says he wants to achieve. Listen to me, dear friend. Who is so quick to dismiss these things as conspiracy? The Lord is showing you that you can make up your mind. I'm not even asking you to, to take these words. I'm saying just stop back, step back and say, what if these things were true? What changes do I need to make to my manner of living? Now, although it may seem disconcerting, the, the opposing alignments I have described are also found in religious circles. There are the faithful shepherds who care for the flock of Christ. There are also mercenary infidels who seek to scatter the flock and hand the sheep over to, the, to be devoured by ravenous wolves. It is not surprising that these mercenaries are allies of the children of darkness and hate the children of light. Before I go uh, further on this particular paragraph, I skipped something there that I must of necessity go back to, and I will come to it again as we go forward. And we'll see, it is quite clear that the use of street protests is instrumental to the purposes of those who would like to see someone elected in the upholding presidential elections who embodies the goals of the deep state and who expresses those, faithful, those goals faithfully and with deep conviction. I'm not a politician. I'm a student of the scripture, a student of the Holy Spirit. All that is going on that you are seeing in America is to discredit Trump. Listen to me. When I talk about Trump, I do not speak of him in the manner of somebody who is born again. You need to understand, in the day that God raised up Cyrus, Cyrus was not a child of God in the manner that you will call an Israelite, but he was an instrument in the hand of God to achieve God's purpose. That's the way you ought to see Mr. Trump. Trump today, I do not put it out of line that God may choose to open his eyes and save him in the manner of a believer. But Trump is an instrument in the hand of God to slow down the advance of the works of the, of the new world order in the manner that the church can get its act together and be ready for the coming of Christ. It's pure and simple. But even many of you as believers don't see that. You don't see it. That this man was brought to bear against every manner of to stand against the principles that the new world order was promoting. 
whether it's abortion, stopping the family, LGBT law, and co. He came out against all of those things. And that's why all the powers of hell are raised against him. I am praying for Trump that Lord, not for any other reason, but that the God may give the church a little more time for those who are preparing themselves to be ready for the things that will be unleashed on this world. That's the only reason. If you understood the placement of Mr. Trump as an instrument in the hand of God to put the satanic work in check for the people of God to arise and cry to God for revival, the revival that will shake the nations before the end comes. But if you don't see it, woe unto the whole world. If Trump loses the election, the coming of Biden only hastens the work of the new world order. That's what this man is covertly putting here. But we are, we, we've known this. We've spoken to it. And we are now making it even more public that people will understand. Many of you will cast stones. But again, I say to you, slow down, step back. What if these things were true? Now, for the first time, um, said, thus the invisible enemy, whom good rulers fight against in public, is also fought against by good shepherds in the ecclesiastical sphere. It is a spiritual battle which I speak about in my, recent, in my recent letter called The Appeal, which was published in May 8. The site where this, because it's, it's, it's just by searching and searching and searching and searching, these things are in the open realm and flashed to you across the screen. You will see the site where this letter of this man, this man that I call the renegade Catholic priest, where it is openly published. Now, let me quickly go on. For the first time, the United States has in you a president who courageously defends the right to life, who is not ashamed to denounce the persecution of Christians throughout the world, who speaks of Jesus Christ and the rights of citizens to freedom of worship. Your participation in the March for Life, and more recently, your proclamation of the month of April as National Child Abuse Prevention Month, are actions that confirm which side you wish to fight on, and I dare to believe that both of us are on the same side in this battle, albeit with different weapons. For this reason, I believe that the attack to which you were subjected after your visit to the National Shrine of St. John Paul II is part of the orchestrated media narrative, which seeks not to fight racism and bring social order, but to aggravate dispositions not to bring justice, but to legitimize violence and crime, and not to serve the truth, but to favor one political faction. Now, some of these things, you may think they are new, but Neil Frisbee, in 1967, that's 53 years ago, when you go to the scroll, the scroll parchments where he begins to speak about prophetic visions, these things are clearly spoken, clearly spoken. And we will get to some of them as we go forward. For this reason, I believe that the attack that you were subjected after your visit to the National Shrine of St. Paul, John Paul II is part of the orchestrated narrative which seems not to fight racism and bring social justice, but to aggravate dispositions. Not to bring justice, but to legitimize violence and crime. Not to serve the truth, but to favor one political faction. 
And it is disconcerting that there are bishops, just as there are many Christians, in fact, majority of Christians, who today, by their words, prove that they are aligned on the opposing side. They are subservient to the deep state, to globalism, to aligned thought, to the new world order, which they invoke even more frequently in the name of universal brotherhood, which has nothing Christian about it. It has nothing Christian about it, but which evokes the Masonic ideals of those who want to dominate the world by driving God out of the courts, out of the schools, out of families, and perhaps even out of churches. But they will not succeed. As long as we are here, we will continue to raise the voice and raise the standard, declaring to the people. The American people are mature and now understood how much the mainstream media does not spread the truth, but seeks to silence and to distort the truth. Spreading the lie that is useful for the purposes of their masters. However, it is important that the good, who are in the majority, wake up from their sluggishness. That's why I've been saying it. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Wake up from your slumber. See what is going on. How all of the things that we are seeing unfolding in this year 2020 is putting us at a tipping point. Whether the world is going to go steeply down and see the advance of the kingdom of darkness and quickly bring in the judgment of the eternal God. I can't finish reading this, but you will also find time on your own. Print it out because the site will be given to you. Now, as we go on to the next session, um, I'm going to take us to now begin to take each one of these strands that this Catholic priest has spoken to, not because they are new, but I wanted to bring something that, is familiar, that you are familiar with. There are things that the Bible has spoken to that we have taught in the several series of the, of, 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 of the book of Revelation that we have done so far. The place of religion, the place of the media, the place of the economy, and the place of the politics and media. We will come back in the next session to unravel even the deeper things concerning these times. Praise the Lord. I hope I have not um, rifled you, but it was important that this be communicated with all the vehemence that is necessary to awaken you out of your slumber. Jesus loves you, and I love you too. We love you, that none of you who have started this journey, by reason of ignorance, should fall out of the way and become a victim of Satan. God bless you for listening. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time on another episode of Voice of Restoration. If you want further information on today's episode, please call 0803-3628-796 or visit us online at tcbc.org.ng. Thank you.